0: Hey, what is up you guys? Welcome back to Deleum Podcast. This is Rick here. I'm so, so, so excited to be here. And today, as I promised you from our previous episode, today we'll be talking about the global debt. Okay. So as of now, let's just recap. We know that the global debt as of today is roughly about $253 trillion in debt. Okay. That's what we know and let me emphasize trillion dollars okay and the second thing we know is that the debt to gdp ratio is 322% so in other words it means you need three times the total global gdp in order to pay off the debt okay everyone clear on that okay let's just see how big is the debt so when we say two hundred and fifty-three uh, trillion dollars, how much is how much is that? So to put it into perspective, let's just uh, assume the number. We convert it into time. So let's say we have one million second. How much is one million second? One million second is roughly, uh, if we convert it into a bigger number, one. 1 million second is roughly about 11 days. Okay. It's roughly about 11 days. And how much is 1 billion second? 1 billion second. Some people, they don't see how big is trillion. So let's put it into perspective. 1 million second is equivalent to 11 days. 1 billion second is equivalent to 32 years. 32 years. Right. that is how big it is 11 days 32 years that's the difference between million second and a billion second then what is one trillion second uh one trillion second let's just i'll just give you the, the answer one trillion second is thirty two thousand one hundred and fifty years you cannot, cannot, brain, cannot brain it right So how much is 32,150 years Let's not make it into decades If you put it into centuries It's 321.5 centuries Okay We all understand So that is how big we are comparing In terms of uh, millions Billions and trillions And now we don't just have 1 trillion We have 253 trillion. Okay, that is how big it is. So I'm not going to I'm just going to say that it's huge, right? The debt amount is huge. So who own all this debt? Right? Who actually owns all this? If if I say uh I I I take up a mortgage loan from a bank, I know that I'm paying the bank, right? So who is this all this uh, uh all this debt is owned by whom? So put it simply, it is owned by us, every one of us, okay? So here is one thing we have to understand. Every financial liabilities, okay, which includes debt. So every financial liabilities are derived from financial assets, okay? So, and that, all those assets are owned by somebody. So that somebody is us, get it? So, okay, for example let's say i have 500000 dollars okay i put this 500000 dollars cash into the bank okay so the bank has my 500000 dollar cash but i'm not going to use i'm not going to cash out 500000 dollars right i'm going to use bit by bit so what happens to the balance the balance is used as loan to somebody else for example who wants to buy a house Somebody else wants to take up a loan to buy a house, right? So the bank uses the cash and pays the person who wants to buy the house, uh, then put it as a loan, mortgage loan, right? So you're in, if you see, if you look at this, it's converting your asset, your asset becomes somebody else's liability, right? So that is why we say liability is derived from asset. So, the debt is... So, if you put it in that sense, if liability is derived from an asset, right, in that sense, that means debt is actually a form of wealth, right? Because it's derived from an asset. So, it's actually part of... It's like a wealth. It's like wealth, right? So, in, in if that's the case, if we, if we see the global debt is increasing, that means we can say the global wealth is also increasing, right? Yes. But... Only up to a certain point, because when you look at this, right? How, uh, how do we? S- okay. The debt al- on its own is not harmful. It's not bad, right? Debt is not bad at all. It actually helps the economy, right? So the function of debt is actually to allow the economy, or whoever's the people in the economy, to spend more than they have, right? So, for example, you wanna you wanna buy a house, but you don't have enough money to buy, so you take up a loan, which is a form of debt, okay? So that you have enough to pay pay to buy the house, and then you pay monthly, right? And that is for household. And f- firms, for example, companies, they use it to finance uh, consumption or for investment. Right, and then sometimes money is used for education, right? So all of that are actually for for a more productive purpose. Okay, but the problem comes when when there's too much of debt, when too much of debt is taken, that's when the problem comes, because why they cannot afford to repay the interest. Right. So they put, themselves in, uh, in, they put themselves at risk into bankruptcy. So that's the problem when people take up too much a loan, there's too much of debt, and they cannot afford to repay, right? And there's a, it becomes a bigger problem when somebody takes that loan, takes that debt, and they raise money by debt, and they invest in some useless investment and end up losing all the money. That's even worse. Why? Because first, you just lost the money. You have got no return and you have to pay off that debt. Okay? So as of now, we do know that the current debt level is at an all-time high. That is one thing we know. And we also know that from the past, most of the market crises are very much linked to debts, high debts. So that is something we should know, right? So I am not going to predict what is going to happen. But if you put into perspective when there's too much of debt and you, and if by any chance interest rates uh, increase and they can't afford to pay off the debt, that's when bankruptcy happens and worse, worse things to come. Not even. And you look, you look, when you go and study past market crisis, you will understand what, what are some of the things that can happen so how are we supposed to handle this how are we supposed to handle this the way to personally i think the way to handle this is actually the same as managing your finances it's the first thing you need to do is manage your finances everybody wants to invest but if you don't have enough money now it's not the right time to invest okay Everybody wants to grow their wealth. Who doesn't want to grow their wealth? Everybody wants to be rich. But the problem is, if you don't have enough cash or you don't have enough money with you right now, you are not ready to invest. Investment is not the first thing you should be doing. So it all comes down to managing your finances. So how do you manage your finances? There's three things that I always always talk about when, when it comes to finance. Managing your finances. Three things. And it goes in order the first thing you have to do is have a location always have a location okay whether it's uh, a locating for your investment locating for long-term savings locating for education this is what I when i when it comes to uh, a location i have these six six things that i always allocate to i allocate enough money for investment I locate enough money for my savings, long-term savings, which I will not touch at all for a very long time. Okay, this this long-term saving is for situations like this. Like for now, we know that uh, because of the coronavirus, most most people are losing their jobs or some, some of the businesses are, are put on hold. So there's no income coming in. Right, so you're not getting paid. So this savings is actually to help you survive throughout this uh coronavirus when you have no income right so this savings usually what i i aim for is about six months to one year of savings of your monthly savings Okay, right so if you're earning three thousand dollars a month right so six months have at least eighteen thousand dollars in your savings or one year right one year worth which, whichever is uh, If you can save more That's even better That means you're, you're You're able to survive One year Without Without income so That's a good thing Right So that is what The saving is for And then the third thing is Education Always have An allocation For education Because Education does, doesn't end You have to always learn So always have enough for, uh, Education Fourth have enough for your priorities and when i talk about priorities i mean real priorities not oh i need to get get this new shirt this new uh new dress Uh, i don't know whatever it is make it a priority like your debts credit card debts your household uh mortgage that you have to pay off electric bill uh things that you have to pay these are your priorities your expenses so this these money are allocated for your expenses. Okay? And then you have the fifth one, which is I call it the joy the joy allocation. Joy allocation is certain uh, you set set aside certain amount certain percentage of your uh, income so that after for example after one month, after two months you can afford to spend it for yourself to enjoy. Okay? after all it's your income you have the right to enjoy so set aside a certain amount that you can use to spend for whatever you want but make sure you only spend that amount you don't exceed that amount right and then the last allocation is charity always have something to give back always have something to give back never keep everything to yourself if you don't help others nobody will help you so always have a certain allocation for charity, so these are the six things: investment, have a long-term savings account, for education, for priori- your priorities, for for enjoyment, and for charity. Six things. These are the six allocations. So you set the percentage accordingly, uh, based on your income, right? If you're not earning much, then your savings has to be high, and your priorities has to has to be enough. Right. If you have more than enough income, then you can set for priorities, long uh, long-term savings, and also your investment. Right. So set all this allocation. That's the first step to managing your finance. Always have a location because you never know what is going to happen. Like for now, you see, we know most of us are not. Ha- some of us are not having. Uh, they are. Be- they are being unemployed. Right. We get fired or you know retrenched. Layoff, you name it. You got no income. How are we going to pay our bills? So this is what we need, savings account. Okay. Second step to managing your finance is protection. When I talk about protection, it's about health. I talk about health the most. Because why? Because even if you have all those savings, right? Like what I say, you have one year worth of savings. If let's say something happens to you today or something happens to your family today, and you don't have protections like insurance. All the all the six months, one year savings is just gonna go off just like that. Why? Because healthcare cost is not cheap; it is very expensive. So always be sure to have insurance. Your that is your protection, right? Now with the coronavirus, we don't know. If let's say touch wood something happens and you have to go to the hospital, who's gonna pay the bill? insurance of course the insurance then you don't have to touch your savings you don't have to touch your uh, location so always have protection once you have these two uh protection and also your location then you have the third one which is your investment or i would say education why because education is a form of investment in yourself okay Education is a form of investment in yourself. If you want to go and invest right away, make sure you have the right knowledge. Because if you go in and invest without the right knowledge, you are basically gambling. Right? It's like going to a casino and just betting on something. Because you don't know what's the outcome. You just hope to make money. So that is basically gambling. So education is a form of investment in yourself. Once you educate yourself how to invest, then you go and invest. So investment comes the is in the third step. Education and then you invest. So first is have enough allocation. Second, have protection. Once you have these two, then you're ready for education and investment. So to me, these are the I would say three things when it comes to managing your finance when you have these th- these three things you're basically ready for any market crisis you're basically ready for any layoff you know like situations like this because you're ready you can survive alright so the, I want to leave you guys with this one quote by Jim Rohn he said formal education will get you a job self-education will get you rich okay formal education will make you a living and self-education will make you a fortune all right that's all for today's podcast today's episode i hope you've learned something out of this and if you'd like to know more about dilun you can check out our Instagram page or Facebook page you can search for Deloon or Deloon uh, Deloon Investing you can uh, know more about us and as always be brave uh, keep inspiring continue to inspire and make a difference and I will catch you guys on my next episode take care bye